When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, Kulays. Welcome to the Barca Talk Cafe. I'm your host, Pedro Quiroga, here in Madrid, Spain. And in today's episode, we're going to do an autopsy of the Champions League match on Wednesday night and obviously preview the Classico. And joining me in the cafe this week, a man who has a pulse on the Barca Athletic for us, Troy Cadet. Troy, how are you doing? Good. How are you? As you can tell, I just woke up from a nap. So there you go. <laughs> Good old siesta. Correct. I, I've had, yeah. we were just kind of talking really quick. I've had a long week at work. It's funny because, you know, here, you know, we had a bank holiday on Wednesday, which was great, but I felt like I had double the work on Thursday. And it, yeah. I was not, I was not prepared for that. So, uh, and I don't know if that's also a hangover from Wednesday night's match either, you know, just the oh, whole yeah. kind of, you know, match of that. How are you holding up over there? Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, I'm the exact opposite of you. I was off this week. So I've had the whole time from you know, the end of the game Wednesday till now to like stew about it. Like, nothing, you know, I'm like trying to do some projects here, you know, around the house or something to, to uh, you know, fend off my my uh, anger from that game. So um, uh, slowly but surely we're getting there. Let's get into it. Uh, <laughs> I, I have it. to, you know, the, the thing, I mean, I don't know what else to say about this because – you know, we've talked about not only in our WhatsApp community, but I've also voiced this many times is, you know, the urgency of these matches that before used to be the luxury of going through the group stage. It was yeah. by how many goals we were going to win and, you know, if we're going to pull full effort in that type of that was the attitude, especially during the messy era. But now with these matches, no Champions League match can be taken for granted. Maybe the Pilsen match, obviously, because we are superiorly talented on paper. Yeah. But I always knew this was going to be difficult. It has proven to be difficult. But what has kind of surprised you through, especially now that we're almost done with the group stage, what has surprised you or not surprised you about maybe the team or what Xavi has laid out for Champions League? Well, okay. So the biggest surprise that I guess could be just the biggest surprise for me, but at the end of the day, it's the biggest surprise that we still try to do 
the Barca style year after year after year after year, and we will not make any adjustments. And so I'll tell you, I'm specifically talking about our defense. Everybody in the world knew that based on the injuries that we had, based on the starting list that we saw, that the defense was going to be weak. Okay. We, everybody can see that you got PK, you got Marcus Alonso, who has not impressed me whatsoever. He's a good, you know, person to give you some minutes in a long season, but he's not a starter if you ask me. And then you have Eric, who we've talked about multiple times that uh, plays much better when you have like Araujo or Kunde in there uh, when he's got, you know, when he's got decent teammates back there with him, but when he's there with PK and weaker, weaker uh, uh, teammates, he, he doesn't rise to the occasion either. So it's, uh, we knew it was coming. I guess it was one of those things where I was trying to avoid like, Oh God, who are we going to have on defense? And you, and you hope that you can just overcome that with uh, that's why I always put in the, in the WhatsApp group, like relentless attack. Like we need to obviously have the ball be attacking, you know, let's control the pace. But, and but I guess, so my, to my bigger point is if you know that you have a very weak defense, a very weak back line, why in the hell are we pushing them up all the way up and playing that high press when you know that these guys cannot recover the space? I, I just, as soon as I saw PK and Alonzo and them coming up, I'm like, we're dead. We're dead. Inter was just toying with us. It took us 40 minutes to get our first goal. They were just sitting back, having a good old day, playing defense. And they all they saw when they look up is just green field ahead of them if they could ever get the ball from us, which we, we did a good job of possession, you know, being safe with the ball, attacking those first 40 minutes. And then that was it. Like we thought, oh, we, it was like a game of who scored first. And then the game was over. You know, then the game was over. That was it. We won. Well, no, we got a lot of time to play here. And I just don't understand why, 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 why we continuously push those guys as high up the field that we can go. Like I said, to be not to be repetitive, but you know, for a fact that they cannot recover. Why do we do this? That's my biggest surprise. And you and I have talked about it. We've all talked about it in the WhatsApp group, tactical analysis. Why do we continue to pound our head against the wall and run the same formation, the same thing over and over and over again when we've been beaten every time we do it? I just don't understand it. Yeah. And <laughs> there. Yeah, I, no, yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you're welcome. And as your therapist, I will charge yes. you 150. Yeah, I was say, <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll expect that, Bill. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, what's the risk versus the reward, right? And especially with an inter team who was happy to have five in the back and play the counter, there's really no need to have that high of a line. And like, you know, I want to give the analogy in American football. If you are slower, there's no reason why you're going to bump and run because if you get used, you're going to get burned on the outside, right? That's you want right. to play zone and you want to keep everything in front of you. And that's the, the thing with this defense. You know, we're at a point right now where we have so many injuries. We need to guard that defense because ultimately – it took us so much effort to get that first goal. I mean, how long, you know, for you, like you said, 40 minutes, but it felt like the, the whole camp knew was, you know, breathing a sigh of relief when that happened. Yeah. And to come from halftime where interscore immediately two unanswered goals on counterattacks that happened, like you said, with all the space in front of them. And as I talked about this with Craig before, 
Inter is still a highly talented team. And these players on Inter, they know the world is watching because of Barca's popularity. And again, Dzeko had an amazing game. Every time he plays against Barca, he lights up because he knows these guys cannot defend him in the air. And when you know that, that you can just see it. I've watched him many times through Man City and stuff, and he doesn't have consistent performances, but he's still a dangerous player. And having him pinned there and have him with Lautaro Martinez, who I thought had an exceptional game for being on the Mm -hmm. counter, what he did, he only needed three chances, and he scored that pinger, which was amazing. And, also, you know, cross-section with, yes, the PK mistake, obviously the Busquets mistake, these are things. But, again, I still feel that there's just no urgency in these matches. We have a whole new cycle of players. We can't blame this on Messi, on Suarez, like before. And I think that comes from the coaching staff of this idea of urgency. We we were talking about this the night before on Tuesday with Real Madrid. Yeah, Real Madrid escaped with the points, but what's the most important thing? They got out of the group stage and they're classified and now they can rest for the rest of the group stage. Those yeah. are the type of things that we have to look forward in, in the coaching, the tactical, and all those things that really frustrates me when I, especially when I was talking to Craig last week. You know, these are one offs, and Champions League is very important to me. It's important to you, it's important to a lot of Kool Aids. And I hate having this feeling of not or being outclassed tactically time and time yeah. again. And, and it's not even like we're changing tactics and we still lose, it's the same tactic. It's the same thing. If you go and watch the videos, and I've spent a little bit of time here in the last couple of days going and watching videos as much as I can from these losses, it's the same thing. It's this. It's always the counterattack. It's always – we just make it look so easy for them. For Inter, they had no fear. They had no fear once we scored. They had no fear once they scored because the MO of this team is – to let your foot off the – as soon as you score one goal, they completely let their foot off the gas. I mean, just look at the game before that. You know, we – I mean, we barely survived the whole second half. We were under attack against Celta Vigo, and that that's what we did here. We scored one goal, and then, the, then halftime came, and then we came out, and there was no – it was like like I said, it was like we had already won the game. Like, they just had to be out there. Do you think that Inter's not going to go into attack when we have, like, the weakest back line – probably in the of all the Champions League teams on the field at that I just I just that's the stuff that I that I it drives me insane because growing up with sports and and you grew up with sports too you've always heard you've always seen all these memes you've always heard all these coaches you've always heard everybody say you you, you can't teach intensity you can't teach work ethic you can't teach you know those players going out there and just putting everything all on the line and for whatever reason, and it, it it actually like pisses me off. For whatever reason, we shut it down, and we just think that because we're Barcelona and we're up one nothing, that that every other team's just oh they're up one nothing, game's over. You know we've lost already. I just don't I don't, and I don't know who to pin it on because the amount of older players are leaving. There's still some. There's still captains that have been here for a while. And I, I've said it a million times, uh, Busquets is not a player that I would rely on to be a captain, and he's not a player that I would be playing as much as he has. But here we are again. Here we are again, you know. Uh, you know. And if we want to talk about his giveaway, it was the worst giveaway ever. Here we are, you know, almost in our final third. The, everybody's spread out. You know, he's he comes on, and the comments that we hear back from, from the game is everybody was erratic, and they were just, you know, lost their – 
Well, you just gave the ball away. You just, I mean, you didn't even have to pass it. You could have, you could have pushed it up the field a little bit. And it was like a horrible giveaway. He just took, you know, and gave them a numerical advantage over us in a second, you know? So it's like, I don't know if it's those players. I don't know if it's just a combo of the whole aura of Barca that thinks that because they're up, you know, by a goal that everyone's going to shut down. I don't know what it is, but I can tell you, man, it is driving me nuts. And then when we take Rafinha off, who to me had the heart of a lion in that game, who was on fire, not he wasn't perfect. Nobody on the field is perfect, but the guys out there, you know, trying to me, in my opinion, he was the hardest worker on the field at that time. And then you take him off. So what do you show? We don't need hard workers out on the field. So I, uh, yeah, really, and I know that we've talked about on the WhatsApp group, have had a lot of doubts about Chavi this week. Not to the not to the point of we gotta we gotta look for somebody else, but to the point of is he gonna understand that these are learning things that were done wrong, and it's it, it's one of those things that we just have to wait to see if he learns or not. Uh, unfortunately. Um, but again, that's, I, I just don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand why they're, uh, they, we don't work until that whistle blows. I just don't understand it. Yeah. In the press conference, he was basically saying that it was basically a combination of bad luck and moments that he thought they were playing good enough to get the points. Yeah. And I think that is kind of the frustration because when we're watching it, you know, from a, from the vantage points that we're watching it from, we can distinctly see a lot better than they can live. Right. And so yeah. this idea that, you know, it's almost like the artist that wants to always win by his style. And that's fine. But when, you know, when we're talking about this tournament, this tournament is such a weird animal. It has, like, no, it's not based on the performance before, right? As we talked about, Inter are yeah. horrible in the league, and they are stepping it up in this in this tournament. And I know why. It's because it gives teams a second life that are not performing well in the league, whether it's bad yeah. luck or injuries or whatnot. This tournament it gives teams new life. And Inter is still talented. I mean, could you imagine, Troy, if Lukaku was in, uh, not injured? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, but just think about the it, speed going through there, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. They are, they are, I mean, just think of it. They are middle of the pack in Serie A right now, middle of the pack. And we gave them everything that we freaking could have on Wednesday, everything that we could have. And they easily drew us. They didn't need to win. They didn't need to win. It, they made it easy. It was easy for them. It really, to me, it looked easy. They, they came out of halftime and it looked like they said at halftime, Let's go out and let's let's tie, at yeah, least yeah. let's get a quick goal, and boom, we walked right into that trap, and they did exactly what they wanted to do. They had intensity the whole way. And if you look at, I had this philosophical discussion with a, a friend of mine, and you look at their play. I'm like, look at all their players. They're rough. They're big. They're rough. They're rugged. They're ready for battle. You know what I mean? And then you look at ours, and they're just not. Like you can see it on their face. Like there was no desire in PK's face to me. To me, there wasn't. You look at Marcus Alonso, to me, it didn't look like any desire in his face either. You know what I mean? Like they, I don't even know if the guy was sweating when he came off for <laughs> Christ's sake. To be honest, I was look, I was actually physically looking. I was like, look at the interplayers, sweat. I mean, even though I said it looked easy, sweat stripping down. You know, some of them got blood. And you look at our players and they look like they're going for a photo shoot. And I'm like, it's all mentality. How do we change this mentality? How do we get these guys to understand that 
It is a these matches. Like you said, they're going to be a dogfight, and you don't quit until the end. And if it's and we put them up three nothing, four nothing, five nothing, so be it. But we don't quit. We don't stop. I just and that's the part that drives me absolutely insane. And I thought that that which and that's what this team has done in the past at least four to five years, maybe even beyond there. I just that's what comes to my mind the most recent. And I was. This is what I was talking about in the beginning when we started talking. I guess I had the highest hopes that this would be something that Chavi would change because I had heard about trainings had become more intense. They were longer. You know, it was fighting for – there was competition for fighting for positions. But in this game, it looked like nothing changed. It looked like Valverde was the coach. It looked like Kiki Sentien was the coach. It looked like Kuman was the coach. It looked like nothing had changed to me, and that was the most – disappointing thing of them all yeah and i think if you want to be nitpicky about some of the player moves that he chose i would say the two that that for me that i'm looking at is marcos alonso and dembele yeah you know when you said rapinia came out i i didn't get that because rapinia's hard work ethic led to the first goal like yeah. his ability yep. to get to the corner make that move and forecheck essentially you know pressure enter there directly yeah. led to the goal and he was the one taking shots on the box. He was the one there. Whereas Dembele, and I cannot believe Chavi is hanging his coaching and his success to Dembele because Dembele loses the ball way too much. He always makes the incorrect decision on the 1v1, especially on that play yep. with Ansu Fati, who I knew as soon as he cut back, I said, that's not a goal. That's that, that's yeah. not happening, right? And then the other move with Marcos Alonso. What What is Marcos Alonso veteranship lead to the defense it's not like he is a a player let's say i'm just throwing it out there like john terry who's gonna scrap and pull everything together yeah. as much as he yeah. can when it's not that type of veteranship that he's providing to me i think it was an opportunity for balde and you saw immediately when he came in he's fearless he wants to get you know get into the action yeah. the attack and obviously he was proven to be able to do that and so those are the moves i think you could be nit nitpicky with this Honestly, Troy, I'm, we're just going to put this back because we didn't get to the classes, but because <laughs> we're just we're just going to go roundabout because our yeah. frustrations. Are, I almost kind of think that it's a good thing that Barcelona go to the Europa League because I think that's the only way they're going to learn financially that they have to make moves in the Champions League because what Wednesday night showed me is that we are still very arrogant that we're going mm. to win our style and we're going to die by the style and if that's yeah. what you want to do. The only way that's going to change his mentality is financially. By not having these matches in Champions League is going to hurt Barcelona in his pocket. And yeah. maybe those are going to be the motivation in the future to say, okay, look, we need to find ways to advance at all costs. We are not Barcelona like we used to be. We're like Barcelona in the 2000s where every game was a nail-biter to get through these 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 competitions and, and so forth. So I just want to say for those things, I really hope – that we get out of this group stage by a miracle because I think financially it's going to help us. But at the same time, I'm kind of, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm at a loss for words because what's going to happen if we get out of the group stage, I think we're going to get a palisa from another team, you know? Yeah. And so do I, <laughs> yeah. do I rather get the heartbreak, you know, in that kind of next stage or whatever, try Europa league again, I'm, I'm at a loss for words with this because like you said, I think you said it best. Barcelona gave everything to enter with this team that they have. I understand there's players yeah. missing and so forth, yeah. But it should have been good enough, and there's just it was an opportunity missed. And again, the frustration we are feeling again, it's another year. And you know, when I was talking with Craig about this, it's saying that you know how many times has Chelsea won, and how many I get that, but 
there's no reason Barcelona should not get out of the group stage, especially yeah. with the talent, the tactical analysis that we have, all the resources and everything. There is no way we should struggle this hard to get through. And I would have said I would have been really happy with a tie or loss at Inter and a win at the Camp No, because yeah. then that sets yeah. us up for victory. Of course, that's a dogfight. Nothing's that that easy. But to play in both ways and to not even change anything from both matches, that to me is always the hardest thing to accept because, again, I cannot stress this enough. I'm a football snob. I want to win. I love champions, and I want champions. Anything, last thoughts on, on this match on Wednesday night before we move on to the preview of the Classico? No, I just think that, like what you said, even if we were to – even if we get super lucky, I mean, the, the slim chances, even if we were to move on, okay, maybe if we get some – I mean, could, we'd get one player back on the on the defensive side. Kunde would come back, and is he going to be able to save a complete back line without any tactical changes? I don't think so. It's one player. It's one player. Even if we had, even if we had, I mean, we would need Kunde. We would need Araujo. We would need a, you know, ball, them, uh, Chavi being brave playing ball day because he has the speed to get back. He's got that pace to get back and cover space. We would need all those guys probably still to, to beat Inter, is my opinion, after what I saw because of the way that we're playing, because the way we play these teams that sit back, wait for us to make a mistake, and then they lunge forward and they do that quick counterattack. And, and now we're on our heels. So to me, unless we start to make some tactical changes on the way our formation is played, the way the positioning of the players are made, doesn't matter to me if we had, you know, 11 Leo Messi's on the field in his prime, then that doesn't matter to me. But I don't, I don't still don't think that we would move forward in champions league at, at this present time with the type of players that we're playing against. I just don't. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah. And no confidence. Yeah. And that, that's the thing is, you know, again, I'm just talking about champions, but this is a completely different animal to La Liga, yeah. right? And our mm -hmm. style will always win basically seven to eight out of 10 matches because of the yeah. talent, the way we play. It's such a distinct style for La Liga. Yep. Again, I'm just, I'm just really frustrated because like I – was like you said, I was hoping with the illusion, how we say in Spanish, like the imagination that I thought Chavi was going to come. And, and again, yeah. it's just showing that, A, obviously, like, you know, I know this before, that champion is really difficult, but how bad do you want to win it? You know, and yeah. I, I'm not saying he doesn't want to win it, but this idea of throwing everything to win at all costs, you know, at the beginning, I'm not saying at the 88th minute. I mean, that's easy to do when you throw every sub at, at, at the thing. It's setting yourself up for success at the beginning to see what you can do you know and i and i know barcelona came with an extra effort and that energy in the first half like we said in the first 25 minutes but i thought i you know you've watched enough sports if the away team can hold off you know yeah. for that 20 minutes for that burst yeah you know it's going to be a dogfight even further you know because they said oh you know we we were able to withstand this let's go into the classical preview, it's obviously the Sunday at 4.15 local time here in Madrid. A couple note news, note, a couple news items really quick. Courtois is not going to be ready, so he will not be playing. 
And Laporta said today that Kunde will be ready and will start most likely. I'm kind of apprehensive about that because the worst yeah. thing you could do is have him start and then get injured, especially since this is a hamstring injury. How are you feeling about going into this Classico? Do you feel – I mean, I know it's a Classico. I'm really excited to watch and stuff. But, I, you know, I, I have to be honest. I'm, I'm at a loss because of the performance of Champions League. Both teams are limping into this. And I also think that a lot of players are now really protecting themselves going into the last weeks before the World Cup. Yeah, it's definitely different. Different feeling, especially like what you just said with the World Cup thrown into that as well. Um, I don't expect – that much of a match to be honest i expect maybe like a one a one 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 or maybe a one oh uh and it could go it could go either way um i just i think we've seen it in the past that barcelona has a hangover from big games like this and it takes them a while to get over it uh so we'll see if they have the ability to do so uh like you just said madrid just you know they they punch their ticket to the next round Courtois is not going to be in. I don't even know actually who their backup is. I'll have to look that up and see. Steve. But oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, well, it doesn't even. Yeah, um, that's how. I mean, that's yeah. how solid he is in there. I don't even know who, who yeah. his name is. But so there's always that. I mean, he's world class. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean, there's been many times where I thought for sure that we were going to score, and he comes up and swats it out of the air. So. I just think it's going to be a dull. I think my prediction, but my predictions have not been not been very good uh, recently. But um, uh, I think we'll just see a dull match. I think both teams are kind of hungover. They're kind of looking, like you said, to the future of the of the Champions League. They're kind of you know looking, you know, forward to the end of a busy month. It's a busy month for both both yeah. squads, obviously. So I I just I don't think it'll be your traditional. Oh, Classico with the with the big pomp and circumstance. It'll, certainly, the, their stadium will be packed. Certainly, everybody will be somewhat fired up, but in a much much muted sense. So, uh, and and I just, I don't know. I really I just don't I don't know how we will come out and how we'll come out and and react. I always when we play them, I always hear the same in the in the back of my head. I don't know who said it. I have to look it up and give them credit for it. But uh, a long time ago, I heard somebody say. Uh, the world fears Madrid. Madrid only fears Barca, and so I've always, I've always thought that in the back. And time after time, we've proven that, right? Like the last time they played. I mean, you know. So, uh, and obviously, was, since I've that been was a Barca, lifetime ago, I know it feels, it feels like it, doesn't it? It feels, it's so amazing, like all how fast time flies, but how Correct. long you know, things feel, yeah, yeah. you know, from the spring. Like it's like, wow, that was feels like it was three years ago. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I, I really, I honestly, I don't know. I really, I'm kind of rambling on here. I really don't know how we will do. Yeah. The goalkeeper for the backup goalkeeper for Real Madrid is Andre Lunin from okay. Ukraine. So he's been filling in, but the thing, like you said, I think it's going to be a weird match. I think, you know, obviously you saw the injury of Rudiger, uh, when he yep. scored the header that, I mean, that tells you everything you need to know about his, uh, attitude towards Champions League, right there. Yeah, uh, you know, basically sacrificing his face, right? Um, yeah, for that goal. Essentially, I'm not saying yep. you have to go to that extreme, but you know, it's hard to argue with the results. And and I agree. I think the the match is almost going to be kind of this. I mean, who needs it more, right? Who needs the match more? I understand La Liga's at the consequence of this, right? Because it is yeah. they're both at the at the helm. But I mean, I think both teams would be happy with a 
uh, a tie and no injuries type of a situation, yep. you know, where they can go yep. through. And I don't know if there's going to be the intensity as previous no. uh, classicals without Casemiro, for example. And I, I, man, it's going to be a really weird match. And like you said, with the hangover of champions for Barca, that they're coming here to Madrid, but they usually play better at the Bernabeu because obviously, you know, with the possession style, we tend to have the ball more. But again, Vinicius just needs one counter. And, you know, if Conde is still, yeah. you know, hindered a little bit on that uh, right side, I mean, I mean, Vinicius should be licking his chops, uh, you know, yeah. with his chances against PK or Eric Garcia in there. Well, they'll just be like how Inter was, you know, yeah. they'll just sit back. It'll be the same exact game plan. So we'll, that's what we'll see. Will we make any changes? Because the back line, yeah, Kunde is coming off of an injury. It's probably being rushed historically proven that we rush players back before they're ready. So it's probably being rushed. Um, and so it's not like I, I, I guarantee the guy's not a hundred percent because if, if what, what is one day, why didn't he play in the champions league match then? You know what I mean? If he was that close to being a hundred percent. So, um, so yeah, they'll probably just sit back. Like you said, be kind of distilled, you know, we'll just sit back and, and take the brunt of Barca, you know, let them pass the ball around to each other like they like to do. And we'll seize our opportunity with Vinny. You know, he'll 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 do a transition goal. P- though what they'll do is they'll sit there and allow us to pass around, suck everybody up. We'll be way playing a high press like we did against Inter. We'll be way up there. Vinicius will just be on, you know, lining up on that back line. They'll do a long ball. He'll win. And who's going to stop him? Eric's going to stop him? No. PK is going to stop him? No. You know, Kunde, injured guy, has the best chance of out, out of all those players to make a stop. But you know, even 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 if Kunde was 100% and did not have an injury, it's still a monumental task to stop Vinicius when he's on a on a transition like that on a breakaway. That's that's his a that's when he brings his a game when he has that ball. So we'll see. We do we play a little bit farther back and and protect ourselves. We'll see. I mean, that's what I would do. But yeah, uh, and sure. I think I think the thing I would look out for two things. I, I want to see Balde start in this match. Yeah. I think we need that youth enthusiasm. And I definitely want to see, you know, Ansu get a start here. I think Ansu mm-hmm. needs something to help him. And I also want to see him match up with Lewandowski and Rapinha. I think that yeah. is a more potent lineup because it will get goals, right? Ansu is a proven goal scorer, and we need to get goals. I mean, it's it's been, you know, I don't know if Lewandowski, you know, because of all the minutes he's been playing recently, has hit a wall a little bit, you know, yeah. uh, which is perfectly natural. I mean, he's the only yeah. one that's playing in every match, essentially, and he's our lone guy that we are so dependent on with those goals. And so the pressure mounts. And again, Troy, I'm looking at these, <laughs> this gauntlet of matches that we have till November 1st. It is unreal what is yeah. going on here. It is, you know, obviously the classical on Sunday, then Thursday via Real Sunday, athletic club, mm-hmm. Wednesday, Bayern, October 29th, Valencia, <laughs> November 1st, Victoria Pilsen. And then it's just like two more matches against Almeria and Osasuna, which are throwaways, yeah. and then it's World Cup break. My God, like yeah, I I I cannot believe the amount of A, the amount of matches that are happening in this in this run, and also the 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 quality of opponents. I mean, this is this is going to almost make or break Barcelona's season because not only do they need to survive now La Liga, but now they're gonna be trying to push. Uh, everything for champions and again like I said Troy I don't know how these players can put 110 percent knowing that the World Cup is now weeks away yeah anything 
could lead to not being in the World Cup, which every player dreams of. I mean, this is such a tricky, like, sports psychology, uh, just, you know, because, you know, when you try not to get hurt, you get hurt, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it could be a very dark, actually dark period for us, if you think about it, because Villarreal, Athletic Club, Valencia are all going to be licking their chops. They're not stupid. They know exactly what you and I are talking about right now. They know that Barca's got is an injured, injured team. Yeah. They know that they're a beaten team because of what happened here. And 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 we that could be exaggerated even more pending, you know, the El Clasico, how, how that turns out. They they their their squads aren't going to be depleted by players who are more concerned about the World Cup than ours is. And so in my eyes, if I'm Villarreal's coach, this is the perfect time for us to go full on attack on Barca and get some points, you know? I mean, and all three of those clubs, all three of them. And, and so I expect, I expect full, full intense intensity from those squads and, and for them going, you know, for the dagger, you know, to our heart, they're, they're going to go for it. I mean, why, why wouldn't they, I mean, they play to win anyway, but I, I think that they'll have some, some extra sauce uh, in the, in these games to, to, to make sure that they win. So we very well could, I, I, I am not even going to go there, but we could, we very well could, you know, be in a hurting, you know, come uh, November 2nd. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. I think, I think we'll, we'll, we'll be pills in, but um, I, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, they could, yeah. they could be a beaten, they could be a beaten, distracted team by that match. I mean, seriously, they really could. Because like I said, these these La Liga squad, squads are going to go after them. Bayern wants nothing more to see than, than to see Barca in pain. They're not going to let up on us. They're yeah. going to go. They're going to go. They're going to slit our throats. Um, and so it it could be very. It could be. I mean, we knew we knew we knew that it was for everybody involved, and especially these squads that have a lot of international players that are going to be playing for the World Cup. We knew that this would be tough. We obviously didn't expect to be have the amount of injuries that we did. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. On a, in vital positions that we did. So it's like double down for us. So it's, it, it could be very dark. It could be very dark. And yeah, all and also reason, go ahead. I was going to say all more the reason that we need to to bring to make sure that we're giving time to the youngsters, Barca B, you know, uh, Bar- Barca Athletic, you know, to our to our academy players, to for for this exact reason. You know what I mean? Like we should have looked at that as soon as those injuries should have taken place. We should have been thinking, Chadi Riyad. I I, I guarantee I'll get I'll guarantee I'll bet anybody you know, money, big money that he would have, if he would have played that game, even though he's a kid, but he's been in our system. If he would have played against Inter, he's been in our system five or six years now. He knows the style, right? He's young. He's athletic. He's big. He would have played a better game than PK. No doubt in my mind, 100%. So we need to start to think like this, like, okay, here's what, here's the squad we got. And here's our, 
here's the the branches of our squad. What, who do we have available to us that we can that we can plug in at times like this, or you know, to like you're talking about, Lewandowski's played every single game. And there's absolutely zero reason for that. Zero reason for that. Like we can't do. Busquets has played three times the amount of minutes that he should have played this year. You know, like I just, that's the, that's all the, like the frustrating leading frustration where it, it was like, I told you so we told you so like what you get when you get that inter game. So we got to yeah, use that, our assets. That's the thing is that it's this old way of still thinking of players yeah. have to play the full 90 minutes. I mean, I don't know if they have clauses in their contracts where they have to fulfill minutes and they get bonuses. Okay. That's <laughs> yeah, one thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, is, you know, are you telling me Lewandowski has to play 90 every time? I mean, come on, like let's yeah. rotate and try to keep him fresh going forward. And, you know, again, I, like I said, I really hope Balde gets the start. Maybe Frankie de Jong gets the start too. Maybe finally yeah. um, Chavi wants to make a change there for Busquets or whatnot. Last thing I want to end on, uh, you know, they're doing a particular thing with the Jersey. We had, we had woken up. I woke up to uh, the what's up conversation with the Drake logo. That's going to be on the Barcelona jersey yeah. this week and i was just kind of looking at why obviously with the spotify um deal they have yeah. opportunities like this to highlight different artists i think it's kind of unique and different obviously i'm not you know drake is fine i don't mind him at all but it's just funny how you know the beauty of a great press release drake and fc barcelona coming together to excite fans of football and music <laughs> you know like and i just yeah. love how they just curate this stuff you know for for the greater of the good you know so yeah so what are you going to be doing for the classical watching at home and in, in your in your cave there and in, in silence yep. or what are you going to be doing yeah probably yeah you know? because it, yeah uh i watched the <laughs> i watched the uh, yeah i'll go downstairs for that i watched the the intermatch in the living room and scared everybody away and the dogs <laughs> were running the you know kids were running everybody was running out of here they wanted to leave you know because i was i was hyped up too you know uh, and, uh, you know, first half was, you know, every chance that, that, that we had at, you know, every missed pass, everything that we, you know, did good and bad. I'm, you know, was certainly vocalizing it a little bit more than normal because I, you know, I just, you know, I wanted them to show up for that, for that match. Um, but it is what it is. So yeah, I'll be, I'll be downstairs chilling for this one. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna be watching it here in the house. It's such a, I, the four o'clock. You don't dare I, go to the Bernabeu. No, no, no. I, I don't mind. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. It's just that it's yeah. such a weird kickoff time. I, I cannot stress this enough yeah. about the the four o'clock siesta time. It's a real thing. Mm -hmm. It's not a made up thing, and it, it just kind of loses the energy of the of the match and the feel. I understand they're doing this to get a better worldwide audience in Asia and capture yeah. all that, but man, there is. The night classico, man, just has a different feel yeah. than everything on a day. Yeah. You know, like it just it just does. I think of all the great classicos, and they're usually at night with the lights, you know, obviously Messi's first hat trick, like these type of moments yeah. uh just get more, you know, they just feel better or not feel better. They feel more important at the nighttime. Let's just put it that way, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I'll be watching it here probably after a siesta as well. So <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta move it up to an earlier time. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I'll have lunch a little yeah. bit earlier and just get ready and I'll and I'm gonna watch it with some friends here because I just got a new TV finally. Oh nice. And so there you go. You know, I don't know, I don't know if that's a curse to be able to watch these players in 4K and 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 see uh, more of the deficiencies that are happening <laughs> in <yeah>. the match. <laughs> big a big big flat screen you got or what? Yeah, it's not that big. It's you know, obviously okay. we, we're limited here on space, but uh right, yeah, yeah, I got I got a nice one now. But the main thing it's it's uh, it has more than one HDMI. My last TV only had one, go. so that just tells you the difference of, of what's <laughs> going on go. here in Spain. But yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, you know, again, 
I know watching the match, I'll get geeked up, you know, an hour before yeah. with the classic. I just, I think we're still in this kind of gray space right now of the hangover of Wednesday and trying to get amped up for Sunday's match. So, so we'll see. Uh, Troy, thanks again for joining me. We'll talk soon. Anytime. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.